Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Welcome back to the Black Squadron podcast live on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, Hello, Facebook. Yeah, so <laughs> it's uh, kind of a skeleton crew here today with BSP. So it's me, Mari, and Slade this week. Um, so do us a favor and keep Cam and David uh, and your thoughts. You know, may the force be with them. Um, so, yeah, guys, we've made it 59 movies in and we're to The Last Jedi. Actually, how many movies have we done? Uh, nine. This is ten, I think. Ten? Yeah, because there's eleven, right? Total. Yeah. Yeah. Math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Math. Math is so hard. Uh, any Star Wars news this week? I don't think there really has been, right? Um, we had. Well, it's been two weeks since we were we were on. We took last week off. True. Yeah, we were all reared up, ready to go last week for a live show, and then uh, real life happened, so we had to. Yeah. So what happened? Um, I know Light of the Jedi released the first chapter as like sure. a preview, so you can go check that out. A little teaser. I'm pretty sure the reveal event with the gameplay footage of Squadrons happened in that time, which looks awesome. And Squadrons looks amazing uh, i'm you know it's <laughs> but i'm gonna buy a vr for this freaking game yeah that game uh is tailor-made for this podcast <laughs> seriously so do we all are we gonna call it right now are we gonna be different um like a bomber an a-wing i'm sure i'm sure we'll have episodes talking just about that uh, I want to be an A-Wing. <laughs> you are an A-Wing. I am an A-Wing. I guess I should be the B-Wing since I'm VP, but here we are. I haven't looked too much at it. Um, is it, can I be a TIE fighter? Uh, if you're on the wrong squadron. <laughs> well, no, because we can be Imperials. It's true. Do whatever we want, really. That's true. I mean, if we wanted to do, like, gameplay together, yeah, I guess it would make sense to... Yeah, the same squadron. Yeah. Semper Fi Danny has joined us. Hi, Danny. Uh, Slate's having some technical issues. We'll get him back in here in a minute. Uh, yeah, so Squadron looks incredible. I'm pretty excited about it. I will have to get it on PC. Oh, yeah. You're, well, you're building a PC anyway, so that's perfect. I get it this weekend. I'm so excited. Nice. Well, we can actually use you as the hub to stream on YouTube. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Because it is, from what I understand, cross-platform play. Oh, good. That was actually my next question. Because yeah, you're, you're PC, I'm Xbox, Slade is PlayStation, David's Xbox, and so is Cam. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just, just you guys. Are Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> um, is he coming back in? I don't know, but I like how the screen looks right now. Just Ray looking over us. Yeah. <laughs> I like those prints on your wall. Where'd you get those? 
I have no idea. My little sister showed up to my birthday and was like, I bought you something really cool. <laughs> and she like, when my little sister is hyped about something she got me, it's usually pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I have no idea where she got them. I have so much stuff behind me. I wish my camera could catch up, pick up more. I need to, I need to bring home like all of my pop figures. Um, Cause I mean, I have so many Star Wars. I mean, I have so many in general, but they're literally all at work. Uh, all my Star Wars Funko Pops, with the exclusion of the Mandalorian set, um, are in my basement <laughs> in a box. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I just I I decided to just post or just put my helmets up on display here. That makes sense. I mean, they look really good there. I love my helmets. They're so cool. <laughs> and like 90% of my Batman stuff is at my office, uh, at the, at my actual yeah. office. Yeah. I have that giant Thor banner hanging at my office. Um, hi, Alberto. Uh, for those of you who joined us, we're still waiting on Slade to jump back in. Um, I guess we could just start with we're doing for anybody who's new uh, five ups, three downs. What we do is each of us pick five things we liked and three things we disliked from each Star Wars movie. And we've gone through all of them up until this point. Um, so if you haven't seen or heard them, go to our podcast, check them out. Or there's a bunch of them here on YouTube uh, that you can watch. Um, wrong account. What are you doing? Radio Radio Rebellion. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, I can't smell. I don't have the ability to smell. I've never have. Um, but seltzer water and beer taste exactly the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's nice. Like, it, it's hard to get a craving. Yeah, I, it's so weird. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's bizarre to me. Because I have, I get cravings, like, just out of nowhere. I mean, obviously, that's what a craving is. But. To not have cravings for sweets or things like that would be really great. Oh, and we're back. Oh, there he is. <laughs> and he's gone again. Oh, no. Hello. All right. Well, you're just what I missed? I was given the rundown on what five ups, three downs is. So, yeah, again, this is uh, five ups, three downs. We pick five things we like, three things we didn't like. Even if there was more than three things we didn't like, we try to stick to three things each. Um, to kind of stay with our brand of being overly positive uh, than negative. So let's uh, let's just jump into this. Uh, who wants to go first today, tonight? Slade. <laughs> go ahead, Slade. Your, fir <laughs> your, your first like. Okay. Um, so being with our brand of being overly positive, I mean, this is this is the movie for Star Wars and and I where it's a little tough <laughs> um, to, to be honest. There, there's some, if I had to pick one movie to say, Hey, don't watch, it'd probably be this one um, to people, but there's some really good, there are some good things, you know, there are some things I did like um, Poe is incredible. I mean, there's no ifs, ands and buts about it. My first, like, I'm pretty sure this was my first one for The Force Awakens, is going to be Poe. He's not only an awesome actor, a badass 
pilot, the best pilot in the ever. Um, so Poe keeps the movie going for me. Absolutely. Um, even if he's a moron at points. <laughs> I had a problem with him in this one. He's a handsome yeah. dummy, handsome dummy for sure. Yeah, he um, did. I did like that little subtle when they're saying who should take over for Leia. Oh my gosh. Stacy's kind of like, they're going to pick me. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't. And he's like, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Your first dislike, your first down. Okay. So I'm going to go with the first one being from the technical production, production aspect of the film. There were a lot of parts that didn't flow right. Um, for instance, when they get in the when when they leave Holdo from the big ship and they get on the smaller ships to to get to is it crate is that the yep. salt planet mm -hmm. to get to crate they show as wide an angle as they can and there's twelve ships I counted them and it's all of them and then they're like oh yeah we spotted forty ships and I'm like what the fuck are there forty ships so then they go back to another thing and there's like nine ships and then some of them are blowing up. And it's they always do a they do a lot of wide shots showing the entire group and it always changes numbers it, it fluctuates in and out in and out and then they replay the same freaking shot of of a ship getting shot like they use the same clip twice and it was freaking annoying I'm like guys you have a pretty decent budget here you can computerize another ship and blow it up again but they use the same fucking shot and it really that that part really irked me. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that. And I'll, spe I'll specifically say the ships and how many ships there are and how that kind of goes fluctuating yeah. bug me. Yeah, That's my sense. dislike. Okay. Mara, you're up. Hi, Bama. Um, my first like was, um, the, I loved the whole, so going, feeding off of Poe, his call to hugs, uh, his whole phone call with that was hysterical. Yeah, that, yeah I'm I, using, uh, holding for General Hugs. <laughs> this is General Hux. I hated I, it the first time I saw it. I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> I hated that so much. I <laughs> loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so funny because like it's it's so tense and you're like what's he gonna do and then he and then he's just a total smart ass and oh my god it, it, it was so funny and it was classic i don't, I don't know why humor. i don't know why it bugged me so much so like my very first video on uncanny nerd on our youtube channel is from the day this movie was released because i saw the first showing and then the next morning, like at 9 a.m., I just recorded myself talking about it. And that was that was the first thing I mentioned in uh, in my, oh, my God, what the hell what was that? I, I don't know why it bugged me so much. I remember that video. <laughs> <laughs> I got this little goatee thing going on. I like it. Uh, yeah, Poe, that opening scene is great for me. Yeah, uh, it gets it's, a little good. I'll say no. it runs a little long with all the exploding of the resistance, but yeah, other than, other than that, uh, I'll, I'll save it for my next like. Never mind. 
All right. Um, your first down, Mari. My first dislike was actually Poe. Um, his whole refusal to like allow the resistance, like the escape, and his just determination to destroy a dreadnought. Like you're a very small group from the resistance. There's like nothing left, and you really want to risk it all to blow up one dreadnought. That's that. That doesn't seem as smart as we like. Saw he would be aware how few they are. Yeah. Like there's like five big ships left, and that's it. Exactly. So it was yeah. compared that's to the first movie. It's like, did you lose IQ between <laughs> the first movie and this one? Like. I guess he had some brass balls after that first one. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had to know how terrible at defending themselves as bombers were. <laughs> yeah. Awful. Uh, we got our first like in the comments. Uh, definitely tell us your, your ups and downs for the movie. Um, we'll read them. <laughs> uh, the first one is from Simplify Danny. Like, it allowed fans to get used to the Star Wars projects looking different from what we are used to seeing visually on live screen. Would we have adjusted to Mando's as well visually, if not for The Last Jedi? Hmm. We got there, a little Darth Vader uh, saber. Uh oh. <laughs> I agree. Um, I mean, a, a, bi a, a big problem people had with The Force Awakens was how similar it was to, you know, A New Hope. There's, it, it followed a lot of the same beats. There's nothing really like this movie in, in the Star Wars universe. It's, it's completely unique in that. Yeah. And I think that's, that, would, that part of it's a pretty cool thing. It's true. Although Obama did also have a, uh, a like true. Bombadeus. Uh, so there, <laughs> there's a like and a dislike in one, um, which I have one of those as well coming up. But it's when Luke <laughs> gets his milk from the sea cow. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't get the I don't get that part of the movie. It was not necessary. He's just, I guess he's just trying to scare her away. <laughs> and then when the creature like looks at Ray, like, yep. <laughs> Um, so I did some research on that character and I'm blanking on the name of course, but I just wanted to see how they got used to being milked. Um, because they clearly were just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably the, the, the caretakers, they probably um, milk them often. That probably wasn't help, but the, the thing on Wikipedia said is they've been, they've seen so few people on that Island and the people they have seen have never posed any sort of threat. But they didn't even take them seriously, so that's why they were just cool with getting milked. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got another another like in the comments from Ra Radio Rebel, a Star Wars podcast. Check them out. Radio Rebellion. Oh, sorry. Yeah, math reading stuff. Uh, <laughs> reading. Uh, Luke's understanding of the Jedi flaws and how they need to change their way of thinking. Yup. One of my favorite lines of the movie, it's not Luke, but it's it's a similar thought of that, was Yoda telling him to pat, you know, I told you to pass on what you have learned. That means the flaw, the mistakes, all the stuff, not just, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, Yoda said it best, right? Greatest teacher's failure is. Yeah. It only, took, you, it only mm -hmm. took him a thousand years to figure that out. <laughs> 
Um, all right. So, so my first like, yeah, or go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was I was going to give you a lead in for your first oh. like, but you're all on right. top of it, buddy. My first like will be Captain Kennedy. So mm. the captain of the dreadnought. I wish we had gotten an entire film of that guy. <laughs> he looks so imperial. You know what I mean? Like you could tell he actually served in the Empire and he was so sick of these millennial uh, yeah. <laughs> He's what I wished Hux was. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Hux's dad was. Yeah. And then Hux killed him. Mm. Spoiler Probably alert. on accident. Um, my first dislike, I'll leave the low hanging fruit till the end. Um, <laughs> I really, really, really don't like that Rose stopped Finn from blowing up the Ram from his independence day scene, if you will. Um, I thought that would have been a great ending for Finn. Mm. Um, obviously he would have died, but that would have been a really cool sacrifice yourself for the yeah. rebellion kind of deal. Uh, it would have been a major blow on the, the First Order, too. So it's just it was odd to me that they chose to do that. So since you're making it a dislike, it's not me piling on another dislike. I'm just talking about your dislike here. Mm-hmm. Rose goes this way. Finn goes this way full speed. How the hell does Rose, whichever one Rose is, circle around and still get like in front of him she had to cover more than double the distance because not only just turn around but then she had to go off to the side and come over how maybe he was getting resistance from the like laser drill Ooh, you're a genius that might be it he should have come at it from the side he should have like going straight down was dumb i don't think they thought that far about it but yeah it'd been really cool if he would have uh right before he got hit if you're going you remember me like Randy Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your traitor. All right. So, Slade, you're next. Since we're uh, talking about Rose, I loved how starstruck Rose was of Finn when she first saw <laughs> I think that's so cute and so oh, fun. I, I liked that part. <laughs> the Finn? Yeah. Um, and then and then she, she's, she's about business, though. She's like, oh. You were trying to steal this thing. <laughs> no, I yeah, I like that like a lot. Finn, Finn got a taste of what him and Ray did to Han and Chewie. The Han Solo? Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, he got his own little taste of it. And then 14, like, six. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So like you're next. All right. Oh, God. I don't even know. Like, got like 17 of these. Um. Okay, I I did not like that they. There's so much awkwardness with the shirtless Kylo Ren, but just having a guy shirtless, that's not awkward. That shouldn't have been a problem. Ray's grown up around people. She's probably seen guys without shirts. She we just saw a sea cow getting milked. Her reaction to him without a shirt, I thought was very excessive and pushed. Like, oh, can you put something on? Like his balls are hanging out. But it was just a shirtless dude. What movie were you watching? <laughs> right? So him being shirtless um, and her being so bothered with it, 
kind of both irked ir ir irked me a little. He he just looked weird with I, it. I think that costume. Yeah, I think that costuming wasn't um, like fair to his physique. Well, he wore pants that rose up to exactly. like his, past his ribs. Mm -hmm. Was the point of that? That's called. Was the point of that to hide his scar so they didn't have to show it? So they didn't have to do the makeup for it. Like, what? it makes no sense to have pants to actually go that high for mm -hmm. anybody, unless you're pregnant and you have the wrap the like pull up thing. So like, and if you think of Kylo Ren's costume, it's he's got that belt um, around the midsection. Over, okay. but it's yeah. over. Yeah. So are you wearing two belts when you're wearing? That? Yeah, I don't know. It it just seemed weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. To me, that's a low hanging fruit, but I took it. Oh, wait! You get the one of Mari's next likes. <laughs> one Same of my thing. likes. Shirtless Kylo Ren. Shirtless Kylo Ren. <laughs> 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 Was it Danny who said I was in the spank bank? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, at, at celebration, they brought that up on the panel, <laughs> and they were kind of. See, it was Stephen Colbert, I believe, right? Was he the host? Yeah. So he, <laughs> he said, um, he started started talking about how beefy Adam Driver is, and Daisy Ridley didn't pick up on the sexual in the window at all, and she just goes, "He's a big, big man." <laughs> <laughs> Everybody on stage was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I think of now when I watch this movie and see Kylo Ren with no shirt on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, a, dis a dislike in the comments. So before Mari gets into her next dislike. Mm -hmm. So simplified Danny dislike. It bothered me, especially more post The Rise of Skywalker, but the lack of interaction with Ray, Poe, and Finn as a trio. It's non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also says, <laughs> uh, Danny also says, yeah, I have zero problems. Thirsty hoes be hoes. It's true. Yep. All right, Mari, you're next down. Um, I'm just, I'm going to go for it because we only have one left after this. Do it. Leia floating through space. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this doesn't even need to be discussed. Like, what were they thinking? I have no problems with her surviving. That yeah, I don't have a problem with her surviving. It's the visual of yep. the artistic decisions sure. that were made. Yes. There's it a reason they didn't win an Oscar on that one. It literally looks like they put her on like a plank and then like pulled the plank forward. And we like they may have. <laughs> yeah. And it was just it looked like it was a cardboard cutout of her. Yeah. And that was the other thing. It's like, it looks heavily digitized and, and it's just kind of like you, there's yeah. a lot wrong with that scene. Yeah. I remember seeing that the first time in a the theater and I like shifted in my seat. Like, Oh yep. God. I think I might have guffawed like sitting in my seat. I mean, when it first happened, when she first got sucked out, I was like, this is perfect. Cause they, it was, the music was great. She yeah. was she was floating dead in space, and I was like, "This is Leia's send off. This is Carrie Fisher's send off." And then she moved. You're like what? Once like, they moved to her face, I was like, "They're gonna make this bitch wake up. Yeah. Like she's gonna be alive." And you watch your language when you're talking about my princess. I apologize. <laughs> apologize. And my uh, general. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, and I, I was just like, I can't believe they just did that. 
Yeah, I think the internet calls it skywalking. <laughs> That's or, brilliant. Or Leia Poppins, of course. But, uh, I haven't heard either of those. <laughs> Good job, interwebs. All right, so I'll, my next like is going to be the throne room fight scene so between good. Kylo and Rey versus the Praetorian guards. Yes. Uh, I I love it. the The choreograph it's choreographed very nicely. Um, the vision, the visual of the all red badass mm -hmm. guards. Their all their weapons were designed to combat uh, lightsabers, which is really cool. Uh, it really showed how much of a badass Kylo Ren really is because he didn't even use like his force ability to fight off these elite guards. You know what I mean? Like he has the ability to free, literally freeze people, walk up to them and stab them. Mm -hmm. But he chose not to do that just to gain Ray's allegiance or try to get her to come to him. So mm -hmm. he didn't use the force or any of his abilities other than just being a straight badass swordsman to try to win this girl over to join his cause, which is kind of cool. She should have done it too. <laughs> Ray she, she wanted to take Ben's hand. Um, so and my next dislike is the same thing is the throne room fight scene. Yes. <laughs> so, everything I said is still valid. Everything I just said, I still obviously agree with because I said it myself. What I don't like is in the middle of that fight scene, there is an unnecessary cut away to Poe and Finn for like 20 seconds of really not necessary information. They went from an awesome fight scene in the middle of it, somewhere completely else, took you out of it, and then brought you back to finish the fight scene. Completely unnecessary, and it pisses, it really pisses me off. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and Ray was awesome in that too, when she is being held and she drops her lightsaber. And, yeah. And then when she throws it to Ben and he does it too, or I'm yeah. sorry, Kylo Ben, if you will. Um, so yeah, those are, that's my, my up and down. So nice. Slade, you're next. Ugh. I absolutely loved probably my favorite part of the movie, the Kylo and Ray force connections that they had. Yeah. Um, and I seeing their that. very disturbing relationship blossom. <laughs> I don't mean relationship, like I just mean their connection to each other and them realizing they have a lot in common and they feel a lot of the same things and that there is some type of a connection there. Um, I, I really, really like that part of the whole movie. Mm -hmm. And one of those scenes where they're force bridged, I think that's what they called it. Um, when Kylo Ren comes out of his quarters and he slides across the hallway and he yeah. looks like Han Solo when Han Solo slides across one of the hallways. It's like that was, that's such a good like throwback. It's like super small. Um, before you get into your down, we got a couple comments here from Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. Like every scene with Snoke, which has got to be you have to be in the minority for that one. Not for me mm -hmm. personally. I enjoyed Snoke. Andy Circus is amazing. Uh, I I really like Snoke. Mm -hmm. I I wish that. I'm not going to use a dislike on this, but damn, they gave him a cheesy ending. Um, you don't build up someone for two movies like they did. And then just, he's gone like that. I don't know. I didn't, I did not like that. I still think it was cool the way they did it. Cause he was literally reading Ben's mind. Yeah. yeah. So it was cool how it was done, but when 
I don't know. Maybe if that was like a second tier guy, you don't yeah. take out the big bad guy. <laughs> we find out later he's not really the big bad guy, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it left a lot of, well, what the hell for the next movie. Yeah. All right. So Radio Rebellion also has a dislike listed and it is uh, Luke over the shoulder lightsaber throw. Mm-hmm. I have zero. I actually personally have zero issues with that. Um, at that point, he is closed off from the force. He hates people. I get it. <laughs> um, I resonate with that. <laughs> uh, boy, we got a bunch of likes here. I'll yeah. just like... All right. Simplify Danny. I love the force connections and most especially the new potential abilities of the force that could carry into the series. Like when, you know, he's sitting there with Ray and then he comes out of it and he has water on him. Yeah. Like we're seeing yeah. even in here, they're laying the seeds for what's going to happen in the next movie where there's like more substantial connections and interactions. Yeah. Like God, I just got chills thinking of the lightsaber pass. Yep. <laughs> in, in, in <laughs> that's so sick. God, that's so good. I love Leia's saber. I will get into that next. next <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm so excited you, to watch that movie now. Your next, uh, your next and final down. Oh, come on. Um, Okay, my last down for this movie, because I promise I'm only going to have three. Nothing about the bombers make any sense. They're space bombers. Gravity having bombs go down wouldn't really work. I hate Hux. Um, Why does Finn, who's a stormtrooper, he knew everything about Starkiller base and where the thing was and what this was, but he also mopped Star Destroyers and where this thing was. How much did this fucking stormtrooper do? How many different places did he work before he became a stormtrooper? That's ridiculous. How this one stormtrooper actually knew all these things is nuts. They said they had 18 hours of fuel, and then they're like, oh, we have six hours of fuel. And then they just had, like, no fuel, and they were done, and nothing happened. But in that whole time, the Rose and Finn flew across the galaxy to, to the casino and flew back. That took more than 13 hours or whatever it took for them to do that whole mission. Uh, uh, the iron coming down. I hate the iron. The iron is so stupid. Why really? is the iron even there? Um, oh, God. When Finn goes, let's go Chrome Dome. I hate it. That's It was so stupid. Don't say that. Uh, it, it, it just... I don't know. That's not how sound works in space, by the way. So when 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 they're flying around and you hear the booms and stuff, doesn't it doesn't happen? Um, what else? What I think else that's more for us than them. <laughs> Ray attacking Luke seemed totally out of place. He just came in and said, "Oh no, what was it?" Uh, he told her, "Hey, I did this thing and it was bad," and she goes up and tries to jump him like from the back and she swings on him. Well, why? You just talk to the man. That's the Palpatine blood. Like that seemed totally out of place and weird. Um, okay. There's like 10 more, but I'll just, okay, I'm good. We'll do, we'll do honorable mentions when we're done. <laughs> no, I don't need any. I'm okay. Uh, what's up to med two. Welcome. 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 Uh, so Mari next up, please. And thank you. Um, we mentioned like a bunch of them. Um, the creatures, some of the creatures in this movie are, are pretty good. So the Fothiers and the the foxes, I don't remember what they're called now for some reason. 
Oh god, the I crystal just foxes. Yeah, thylax. Ah, oh. <laughs> uh, that's almost close. I don't remember, but I I liked them. Vaporeon. Vaporeon. No, I can't oh, pronounce it. There's an X in it. I know that. <laughs> saying Pokemon names. Um. <laughs> Charmander. <laughs> um, and then the horse, um, the horse track creatures are called Bothiers. Mm -hmm. They're so pretty. And like the fact that Rose was in love with them and they, and she, we got like a little bit of backstory to her a little bit more. Cause obviously we have her sister. We knew, yeah. um, but I really liked the creatures in this and the porgs, obviously the porgs. The creatures and the aliens at Canto Bight is the saving grace of that whole scene, in my opinion. The whole Canto Bight. Yeah. I could do without the entirety of Canto Bight. Yeah, yeah, me too. It definitely felt a little bit like forced, I guess. Like they were trying to put in this additional aspect to build a relationship with Finn and Rose, but it was like, like it was cool. It's still like it had neat ideas. There's one scene in it I really like. It's when BB-8 takes out the guards and DJ yeah. comes around the corner. He's like, "Did you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if if I was imagining a high end, and this is this is a problem a lot of fans have is they always say, "Oh, but that's not how I would have done it. It's not my place to do anything. It's it's the Star Wars universe. I, I take what they give me." Um, that doesn't the the casino didn't seem like a Star Wars casino though, even a high end one. You know, I, I to me tuxedos wouldn't shouldn't be a thing in the Star Wars galaxy. They should have their own totally different looking thing, not tuxedos. Yeah. Um, what did they do in Fifth Element when they were at the opera? Were they in tuxedos? Uh, Flossed in yes. Paradise. Yes, they yeah. were. Uh, they had variations of tuxedos. Variations, yeah. Like, like, Chris like, the, like the one dude had the bow tie and the cut sleeves. Yep. Like he looked more Star... At Floss in Paradise looked more Star Wars than Last Jedi did. Okay. Lost in Paradise! <laughs> All right, uh, Mari. I love the fifth element. Did you give a dislike? I'm sorry if you did. I didn't. Okay. Um, my last dislike... Only one now. I know. It's slave gave forty two, but I know it took like <laughs> half of them. Uh, okay, this one, this one's kind of like easy. I wanted more phasma. Absolutely, phasma. Breach. I wanted more chrome dome. Don't we all? <laughs> totally agree with this comment. Solo did upscale better than the Last Jedi with Dryden. That's what came to my mind when you started saying that that's not Star Wars uh, casino. Like immediately, I went to to Dryden's. Uh, yeah, Scott. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I agree with your Phasma comment, though. They built her up so much for the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi again. Promo material. There's things at McDonald's. There's she's a big part of the toys. In it for a minute and a half, and. Loses a fist fight to Finn. I don't know. Finn, I guess he's a stormtrooper, but whatever. Uh, he's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, big deal. Okay, big deal. Um, you got a bigger problem. My problem with Star Wars is when they bring in these well-known actors like uh, Benicio Del Toro and Justin Thoreau, who was the Codebreaker, Master Codebreaker. Yeah. They, they are so, to me, 
they take me out of the story because I know them as themselves, but not a character in Star Wars. Like there's some actors for me I can't watch just because they I see them as themselves and not who they're. Well, that's why Ray and that's why Ray and Finn Ray and Finn worked so well. That's why Hayden Christensen worked instead of like Leonardo DiCaprio for the for the, for the prequels. Yeah. yeah. Ewan McGregor did fine because he's just amazing. But I mean, he you could argue he wasn't super well known when he started in the prequels. Uh, have you seen Moulin Rouge? I mean, I have seen Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <Incredible. laughs> uh, so I guess it's my turn, right? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, let's see here. I've got my list. <laughs> My next like, uh, I'll go with the holdover maneuver. Ah, oh, that was mine. Um, I remember watching it in the theater because it's it's be- it's beautifully shot scene. Well, shot. So she does her deal, takes out all these star destroyers, and the sound goes out. Awesome. However, in my theater, some dummies thought the, the movie broke. And started yelling out, sounds broken! <laughs> I was like, welcome to your first trip to the movies. So this this must have been a very common thing, because on my second viewing, there were signs up around that said something like, you know, at f- an hour in, the sound purposely goes out for 15 seconds. This is not a problem with the movie, just be prepared for it. Because yeah. I guess a lot of people complained about that. Yeah. I, I totally I, understood what it meant when I watched it, that it was an artistic choice. I didn't. I, I was really confused. I didn't say anything, and no one in my theater said anything. But I was like, wait, did the movie just break because of that badass maneuver she just pulled? Like, did the sound yeah. just like, explode, and now we're done? And I then thought, I came back, and I was like, oh, that was actually really cool. Yeah. It was absolutely gorgeous. And I, I thought that sound addition to it, it, it catches your breath. It yeah. makes you it makes you not want to make a sound. Yeah, yeah. so powerful. Yeah. That was yeah. such a great artistic choice for a yeah, movie. Right. That was out. actually that was a like that Danny said earlier too. We we just missed it. Cool. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was uh, just saying props, Danny. That is a legit like. I actually my next dislike is one that Danny just put up too. Um, so I'll put it up here and say mine at the same time. Uh, I did not like that R2 and Luke were in this movie together, but had almost no interaction. Aside from when they're on the... F- like 20 seconds, yeah. Yeah, on the Falcon. Yeah. Uh, but th- that scene did confirm something that we all have thought for many years, that R2 is a potty mouth. <laughs> Language, sacred island. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I would I would have liked to have seen obviously. I mean, he's a droid. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. I don't seem to remember owning a droid. <laughs> All right, goddamn so, liar! That's what you are, Obi Wan. He sure is. <laughs> you know exactly who that is. Um, Slade, you're next and fourth. Uh, uh, so I have a quote here, and maybe you can help me decipher what it's from. <laughs> Because I just wrote the quote with no context. Um, But I don't remember what it's from. (laughs) It says, you're not alone, neither are you. I'm guessing that's Ray and and Ben and Kylo talking to each other? It could be that, and it could also be Luke talking to Ray. Yeah, I don't know. 
Either yeah. way, it's a good quote. I liked yeah. it, but I liked it. That's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So going back to, since I can't use that because it's not real then, because I have no idea what it's from. I should have put more context. Uh, something we talked about earlier on, uh, before we get onto our likes and dislikes, I think, Yoda's discussions with Luke. Mm -hmm. um, overall, I liked it. I, I did. I, I liked the way that um, Yoda sees things totally differently than Luke, and you get this total other aspect. Because you're you're even starting to empathize and understand what the things Luke is saying. Like, oh man, maybe he's on to something here that it all does need to go away. Which is the same message that that Kylo has is it all just needs to go away. They're, they're on the same path, which is pretty cool, but they never really connect it. You have to connect the dots yourself. But Yoda's like, dude, just sh stop, shut up, blow up that tree, do this thing. And he's like the, the, the pass on, I, I told you to pass on what you have learned, you know, everything, the mistakes, all the bad stuff, all of it. Um, yeah, the quote you yeah, said. that was Kylo and Ray. Kylo and Ray before Luke catches them for skyping. So that's in the hut where it was raining. Um, yeah, which I guess that's cheating because I said that was already one of my likes. But yeah, so back onto that Yoda and his teachings. You you get even more of it in this, which I I can I can go go with Yoda teachings all day. I did like that Yoda still had his quirky uh, <clears throat> yeah as a force goes. When he was laughing and stomping yeah. his feet. Yeah. Like nothing has changed for that guy in the yeah. afterlife. <laughs> still... I don't know why he still needs his cane though as a force ghost. Why is he limping? Uh Cause... thanks for thank us thanks for stopping by, Radio Rebellion. Appreciate you. Hey, Bye. see you, buddy. Um, I don't know, man. The the, yeah. the limp the force force limp. Maybe actually maybe that wasn't because of pain, maybe that was his pimp walk. I, I, I see. That's why I bring these things up because you guys have great explanations. Could be a pimp walk. Who knows? I appreciate you guys. <laughs> His pimp laugh is amazing. <laughs> 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 All right, Mara, you're next up. You're fourth. Um, I loved Raylo in general. Um, I'm a shipper. At first, I was shipper. Be before we move on, someone said oh, ship. shipping. Someone said shipping on our podcast. So Cam, when Cam watches this or listens to this, shout out to you, buddy. <laughs> oh, Cam. The Gallus, what was it, Gallus Rex? What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> Mari, do you remember this at all? No. Were, we there? Were you listening then? So, uh, so one, of, one of the segments <laughs> we had was the BSP ship of the week. <laughs> which literally the week before we did it, it was supposed to be your favorite spaceship. Like Cam came went back at us with a relationship. <laughs> so that was a funny episode. I don't even remember which one it was. But oh it my was god, that's and he's, and he's sitting there like, I thought it was kind of awkward. You guys want to talk about relationships, but I was gonna do it. <laughs> uh we love you, Cam. Oh my gosh. I'm uh, still working on uh getting through the backlog of episodes. I I ship Raylo, absolutely. Yeah, I at first, like I said, at first I didn't, I was like, this is wrong. What's happening? Um, and then like the, the I, I've seen it like three times, three or four times at this point. Um, 
and it, it kept growing on me. And then in the last movie, it grew even more, obviously. Mm -hmm. But that's just a, that's a testament to Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Particularly Adam Driver, because he is the bad guy. He's done some really shitty things. Yeah. People, people are still kind of rooting for him to like find mm -hmm. happiness, which is crazy. Slade, how many times did you, have you seen this movie? Five or four. Not a lot. I think I've seen I think I've seen it four four or five times. Yeah. Yeah. It was at least two, probably three, but I only remember two in the theater. Yeah, I saw it twice in the theater. Last week and then whatever however many times in between then. I saw probably, it this, this probably second, five. Yeah. The second time I saw it was in the um Air and Space Museum here in DC. Mm, cool. And uh, Bria was there as uh, an Imperial officer because nice. the first time of Earth was there. Also, they had the heat cranked because it was like December, but the heat, nice. was, the heat was cranked. And if you've ever been there, the seats are about that big. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a small person. The girl beside me with her first date, it was like we were on the date. We were sharing popcorn. <laughs> 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 this is pre-COVID, so we're we're good. Right, yeah. All right, so Danny, uh, Danny also ships Raylo. So me and Danny, we bond a lot on these. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. Um, I've had to mute some folks on Twitter because there are people who take it way too far, uh, in my opinion. So I've had to mute some people who are just bizarre, like going into the, the actor's personal life because they think they should be together in real life. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, That's no, no. Uh, no, no. All right, so my next like, oof, boy, let's see here. I'm gonna go with uh, Luke and Leia's reunion, or should it I say, so sweet. Luke, because it was his force. Yeah, protection. yeah. Um, how powerful was was Luke Skywalker? I mean, it's unreal. That whole thing he did, unreal. But yeah, I really liked that. Um, I did like that they brought the dice back again uh, to make that a thing. But yeah. That was cool. Who did when when Luke was walking out? Who did he stop and wink at? Three PO. Three PO. That's what it was. Didn't not you know what? I'm gonna throw another dislike in. I did not like three PO this movie. Why? Any reason? It just felt like he was over the top three PO. I don't know. Actually, no. It felt like it was Anthony Daniels and not three PO. <laughs> Not to say that I dislike Anthony Daniels, but nobody likes Anthony Daniels more than Anthony Daniels. Uh, this Slate, is true. <laughs> your next, your next like, sir. Uh, same, same general area as the Luke and Leia reunion was the Luke and and Kylo confrontation battle. <laughs> the battle. Uh, yeah. I had no idea the first time I watched it. I missed all the little clues of like, you know, his foot sliding and the salt not moving, you know, all that little shit. Didn't catch it. Yep, me neither. Uh, I thought I thought it was awesome. I loved the him coming out. Uh, again, though, with this stupid freaking Star Wars villains. Not a not a not a thing on this movie. It's just overall stupid freaking Star Wars villains. Hey, let everyone get away because I want to. Blow up this guy. Oh, dummy. Um, More. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that whole scene here. And if it's one of your likes, Mar, I'm sorry. We can still talk about it. But that, that, that when Luke comes out of the base 
and that visual of from behind him looking at all the gorilla walkers quite incredible. literally my next like yeah incredible <laughs> and then when he sends every gun we got on that man and then they do it and he's more that incredible but i like, my I like it part, my favorite part of the whole scenario the whole scene the whole series of events is when hux looks over and goes do you think you got him <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And there's another part that really makes me laugh, and it's probably just me, uh, when Kylo and Luke are sparring verbally. He's yeah. like, Oh, I'm, don't say it. He's I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. I bet you are. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> there's I, some parts, okay, like the is it I bet you I'm sure you are. Whichever whichever it is that he says. Um there's some writing in this movie that I'm, I really find questionable. Yeah. <laughs> like that passed multiple script revisions. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I guess they were just trying to, he was in the moment and emotional. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crate is incredible. A lot of people in the comments are commenting. Yeah. It's so cool. Like it it's is. just the, the whole scene where they come out in those shit bucket spacecraft things, whatever they are, the speeder bikes and the red dust kicking up that's so cool it, I, I was so confused by that at first i was like are are the machines bleeding all over the sand what's happening i like the guy it tastes the, the salt <laughs> <laughs> which was it was it uh the rogue one director or was it the guy beside him i think it was the guy beside him who tasted it when they were in the um the trench I, don't I, think know. Was, I think it was the director was beside him. Garrett, Garrett is that his name? I'm totally blanking. Um, <sighs> fuck. Uh, Mari, your turn, I think. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is true. This is true. BB-8, uh, since you stole my 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 real one, Sorry. what were you saying? What were you saying? I was going to say, this is your, your last one, but we can do honorable mentions for likes yeah. and dislikes if you want. Um... Uh, BB-8 operating the ATST. Yeah, I call that. <laughs> I call that the BBST. <laughs> yes, oh, it's so good. I, I love BB-8. Like, he's so he's an amazing droid. Did they make so, a function of that? Yeah, I they make a bunch of them. I think I have, I have at least two, but there might be like five renditions of him in Funko. Um, there's one that I got in one of the like special edition loot crates where it's the thumbs up one. No, is there a BBA in the a in the ATST Funko? Oh, I I don't think so. That's a this story. is one of the operators. That's BBA signed your card. Yeah. You have a BBA signature. I'm so jealous. It's right next to my General Grievous and Snap. Wex me. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, the BBST. I love that. I even wrote BBST. LOL. <laughs> no, no shame <laughs> all right uh geez my next and final like let's see here you know there's a lot of really cool stuff but you know what i'm gonna go with oh god there's two don't take my last like all right uh i'm gonna go uh, i'll just wait you have two more likes no this is my less than my fifth i started yeah, and you already. Had I did list. five. Yeah. Yeah, you did five. I'm keeping track this time, folks. For nope. people who watch this, I never keep track. I keep track this time. 
Well, may the force be with you. <laughs> um, uh, when Luke is teaching Ray the force, and he tells her to reach out, and she reaches out with her hand, her actual hand, and he hits her with a stick. She goes, "Oh, I feel it!" And Daisy Ridley's comedic timing is amazing. Um, and she's like, "Oh, you meant reach out, like, oh, okay." <laughs> you can tell she's having like a really hard time stifling a laugh in there. Like yeah. it kind of took me out, but at the same time, I was like, "Oh, Daisy, really? I love you. Like you can do no wrong." <laughs> I love that scene. I love Daisy Ridley. She's incredible. She's so good. Do you know she sang on the uh, Barbara Streisand record, latest record? No. Yeah, I didn't know that either until today. That was today's year old. Hmm. All right, so we've went through five ups and three downs for The Last Jedi. I know Slade has got a handful more of dislikes. I'm assuming you have a couple more likes. Who knows? Um, so I'm going to read some of my honorable mentions for likes here. The Caretakers, I thought their bits were hilarious. Uh, when they're pushing that cart and the part of that boulder that Ray cuts comes down and destroys yeah. it. And they, they kind of <laughs> I like Love. that part. Um, anytime Ray is training with her lightsaber by herself, incredible. Yeah. Um, the Luke verse versus Kylo, like like I said, I completely missed the signs as well. Um, Luke accepting the Force again and coming back into the Force, crazy powerful for me. I love that. And that scene where he's about to die, and like the suns are setting, and he just gorgeous. That's, that's one of my likes. Also, incredible. Yeah. Uh, Kylo's Tie Defender, that's at Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. Love that ship. That's silly. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this movie. Oh, and Leia using her blaster from A New Hope again. <laughs> it was on stun, but oh, I guess she was on stun the first time she used it, I think. Yeah. Or does she just shoot that? So yeah, well, anything else you guys want to talk about for The Last Jedi? So, I, mean, I got a curveball for you here. So it's, it's, it's with, you know, that Luke scene at the end of the movie. Yes, it's gorgeous. Problem that I had, and I'm saying this past tense, so bear with me, that I had um, is also a big one a lot of people have online that I see. And I don't I don't Reddit or Twit that like you do, Twitterish, Twittering. Um, but I do see a lot of people talk about like, really, that's how Luke Skywalker dies? That's how the greatest Jedi in a generation, maybe even ever, dies. And that's actually what I wrote because it even bugged me then on my rewatch. That's how Luke dies? Question mark. And then right then I thought, that's how Obi-Wan died. That's basically the same exact thing. They, they're giving themselves up to pass on into the next world on their own terms ahead of when they're supposed to so they can be a guide to the people in the future. And I was like, well, shit, I'm good with it now. <laughs> it, it bugged me for, what is this, five years? <laughs> it's really been five years. It, it, it's has to have been, right? It's, uh, I don't know, for, at least four. Oh, 2017, right? 2017, yeah. Three years. Closer to four. Wait, 2017? Mm-hmm. 18, oh, yeah, because it was every other year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay, so this bugged me for two and a half years. <laughs> um, but then on our rewatch, when I made the note, the note that's how Luke dies. You know, I had that revelation of yeah, well shit, that's how Obi Wan died, and 
Okay, I'm cool with this now. I like it. And it was neat. I didn't have any issues when I watched first watched it when it, the way he died because the way I saw it was he exerted so much after not doing anything for God knows how long he exerted so much of himself in the into the force to yep. literally save the rebellion and everything he did there he said goodbye to Leia like I was fine with it. I was bummed he died obviously I'm bummed Luke Skywalker died but yeah. that the, the the way he did it and the reasons he did it I was fine with. That act, it actually took me rewatching it this time to be like, okay, okay, yeah, I'm good with this because I actually wasn't a fan of it at first either. Um, but after the after this rewatch, I was like, you know what, he there it was a combination of the two. Like he he is letting himself his, himself go, and then but there's also the fact that he did exert after being absent within the force for however long. And now all of a sudden he's projecting himself on some planet. I mean, that away, like that is something that I do have still a little bit of an issue with <laughs> this, this idea that you can exert yourself so much using the force that it kills you. So that never happened in the clone wars in any of the old stuff in 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 any of the literature in any of the anything when people are desperate when they have to do with something we've never seen that and then so i don't got to talk about it next week we see it three times in two movies because in the next week movies it happens to leia and it happens to ben they exert themselves so much using the force that that's what happens um and it just seems like this way of killing people that's really weird um, and I think why I think why a lot of people disliked it at first, even if maybe they ended up liking it later on, was because we've had Luke Skywalker forever, and we've been looking forward to him coming back and being the hero still. Luke's going to come back, and he's going to save the day. We had a bit of the, what the Rebellion thought. Luke's going to come and do this thing. And then Luke didn't do the thing. Luke died. And we're like, no, he's not supposed to die especially like that he's supposed to die in a actual saving of things um which i guess he did but yeah that's my thought um any other likes uh, i have before i forget the yes when the falcon comes in ray and chewy on crate uh first of all two men two star wars network check them out here on youtube and twitter um he says that luke does the most jedi thing jedi can do and he right absolutely um, hey, farm boy, farm boy's in the house. You missed all of our ups and all of our downs, but uh, <laughs> yep, time to sign off. Bye. Good for okay. good for you. This will live on YouTube for eternity. Um, but anyway, when the Falcon comes in on crate, and they send literally every single person on the entire First Order after it, and Ben's like, "Man, they hate that ship." <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have two questions for you guys about one about Broom Boy and one about the final scene that we see of the rebellion. So Broom Boy, when Broom Boy happened in the theater, what were your thoughts? Did you think that was going to be somebody or do you think that was just like a visual representation of uh, the force can be in anybody? What, what were your thoughts on it? Mari? I, I mean, I thought he was going to end up being somebody like I didn't know who it was, who he might've been. Um, so I definitely had expectations of seeing who this child was and where he was going to be going. 
I thought, I mean, understanding that the force pops up in people everywhere around the galaxy. Um, I didn't think he was going to show up again. I thought it was just showing that, you know, the force lives on. The decoder ring was stupid. <laughs> that was another thing that made me think that he was going to be somebody. He had that ring. And so I was like, well, well, Rose gave it to him, but like Rose, wa Rose is literally walking around in her rebellion mechanics jacket. She doesn't need the secret ring to tell people she's in the room. And why do they have it? It didn't, it didn't make any sense. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, and then the final scene we see of the rebellion. Um, yeah, uh, Simplified Danny just commented, I thought he just represented hope for the future. That's what I got to from it, um, that the force is anywhere and everywhere. Because I think that's uh, what Leia was talking about right then, too. Exactly. Um, there's a lot of good stuff we didn't talk about. Like the both both uh, speeches from I think Haldo and Poe, where they both said basically the same thing that we're the uh, we'll ignite the light. Uh, but Poe used to say we'll ignite the fire to burn the first order down. So that was cool to see him. He he grew a lot from this from the beginning of this movie to the mm -hmm. end of this movie. Uh, you could see you could see it like hit him hard like halfway through the movie. He's like I'm supposed to be an adult here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else? Uh, and from... Leia sees it too. Cause she's like, no, this guy knows what he's doing now. I can yeah. trust this guy now. He's, <laughs> he got his lesson. Follow him. <laughs> oh, came a long way. <laughs> I, I did like, um, there's a lot of cool droids in this movie. Like usual. Oh, I know when I forgot to mention when Poe and BB eight get back onto the main ship and they're getting out of the X wing and BB eight's talking to Poe. And uh, Poe, he goes, Finn, naked, leaking bag. Did you fry a chip? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that the first, the scene where when Poe is about to, he's revving up his NOS, his Fast and Furious NOS on his X-Wing. <laughs> and he uses that to fly through and blow up all the uh, surface. Oh, the Dreadnought. Yeah, so yeah. cool. Like, that flight was really, or that um, that whole scene was really cool. That was cool. And and. I thought from the beginning that they were going to have Poe be the one that was force sensitive because in the comics, the Shattered Empire, his parents get a literal force sensitive tree as a gift from Luke. Um, and then that first scene where he's flying around and fighting and destroying all those cannons, he puts his arm on the side of the cockpit and he does this crazy, like impossible yeah. circle around. Like you think he had to be somewhat force sensitive just to withstand that. Yeah. Um, but then. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I mean, he's quite clearly the greatest pilot. Yeah. That we've ever experienced in Star Wars, in the expanded universe, even. I mean, I remember, I think we talked about this before uh, the next movie came out. And it might have been you, or it might have been Cam that said Poe's probably a better pilot, but Han's a better pilot for the Falcon. But we see even in, in uh, Rise of Skywalker that, nope, Poe's a better pilot of the Falcon, too. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this, uh, the next movie, to do it. I'm um, looking forward to it. I've only seen it one time. <laughs> so this will only be my second time seeing this one, which is kind of surprising. I remember when you were done, uh, we were me and you were talking on like text or something. 
-hmm. and I was talking about Wicket, and you're like, where? I'm like, oh, you didn't even see it. (laughs) Totally missed it. Like, what are you talking about? What? It happens. I miss a lot of little things. VP, any more thoughts? No, I think that'll do it uh, for this particular episode on The Last Jedi, unless you guys have any parting words. I do. Okay. I was happy with it. Yeah. Uh, I where would it be if you had to sit down and watch a Star Wars movie? Middle of the pack, bottom of the pack, top. It of the would pack. be number eleven. Number 11. <laughs> That's fair. But doesn't mean you dislike it. It's just yeah, yeah. I don't. Di- I have a lot of nitpicky things with it, you know, mm-hmm. but nothing huge. No huge problems with it. It's nothing I'd probably go out of my way to watch. Like, I wouldn't go grab the Blu-ray and put it in unless it's, like, you know, my marathon day. Um, but overall, it, it's solid. Yeah. Especially, okay, oh, favorite, 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 favorite part. Go ahead, name that. Probably the very first scene with Poe attacking the Dreadnought. Mari? Um, I was thinking the first um, vision. Uh, force connection uh, force connection bridge mm-hmm. uh there is one of those i really dislike and it's actually part of what Ra- Raisy daisy ridley says when they when they connect and she's under the falcon it's it's the one where he gets the water on his hands yeah the first thing i think the first thing he says is how are we doing this you're not the, it would kill you yeah and the first thing she says is murderous snake like it's just like really forced yeah it just makes me cringe i, I don't know <laughs> I like to see. I like that part with the reveal, though, of him. Can you see me? I, yeah. Or I can't see. I can't see your background. Can you see yeah. mine? Like he's just into it, like trying yeah, to figure out what's going out. on. Yeah, he's full on force nerd right there. He's like, yeah. how does this work? <laughs> I think my fa- my favorite scene is probably their force connection in the hut with the yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> where Uncle Luke walks in on him, like, yo. <laughs> What does he say? No, or something like that when they're touching. I think he's just no, yeah. I really thought when they touched that she would have would have gonna get like sucked to Kylo or something, like into his Ooh, that would have been fun. Yeah. Like a port key. <laughs> but just the <yeah>, right. <laughs> but just the simple things like when they touch her inhale, you know, explains yeah. like, oh, she can feel it. <laughs> yeah. Uh the 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 coffin that she gets in to go to then. Weird <laughs> this escape pod thing. Oh yeah, that's the Falcon's escape pod. Yeah, straight out of the Rat of Khan, I think. Right? Yeah, that part threw me off. I was like, "Wait, the, the Millennium Falcon has a has an escape pod?" Oh, it did in Solo <laughs> until they shot it into the the Abyss thing. Oh, uh, the front, the front, yeah. the front, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I might be in the minority, but I actually have no problems with DJ. We didn't even mention him. You mentioned him once for liking for talking about BB-8. Yeah, I, people didn't like his stutter, but this guy's job—he's been a, a hacker, a slicer. He's bound to have been shocked to shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so why he, he knows he needs the special medal. <laughs> yeah, he learned his lesson. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I didn't have any issues other than the fact that it was Benicio del Toro, because, I, like I said, like that just stuck out like a sore thumb, thumb to me. The- I think he's a fabulous actor. Mm-hmm. I did not like the role. Of DJ. Um, 
I really like the execution troopers. They had the oh the, yeah, the yeah. black on the helmet and the uh, the vibro blade execution axe again. Stupid ass villains, just kill them, just right, just bang, shoot them, done. Yep. <laughs> hey, out. If anything, we've learned over the years that Star Wars villains are extra. <laughs> they are, they are extra. They're like super Bond villains, you know. Tell the tell them why they can't. It's like the Joker and Batman. They can't kill each other. What would I do without you? <laughs> <laughs> Did they speak of that farm boy? I'm I must be like totally blanking on the on that. I mean, it was 43 years ago, and I definitely saw it when it came out. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> saw it a couple weeks ago. I saw it a few weeks ago, but I yeah, I must have missed that completely. I I don't know. All right, so next week is the last five ups, three downs of the Star Wars saga. Mm -hmm. bum, bum, bum. What the hell are we going to do after that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Ewok movies. E, 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 e. We could watch the Ewok movies. We could. I mean, we could just do a five up, three down for the... We could do both movies in one chunk. We could reach out to Eric, have him come back on. We could. Um, before we move on, before we close it off, uh, for those of you watching on YouTube or Facebook, right above Slade's head is the child. And you can win that child by going over to Uncanny Nerd's YouTube page, subscribing, and watch the latest video to learn how you can win that child. Totally free. It's totally free anywhere in the United States because shipping is a B. <laughs> I'll ship it worldwide. He said wow. worldwide. Worldwide. Prestige. I'll spend the extra $10 if someone in Indonesia wins it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yikes. <laughs> so, yeah, worldwide. No, yeah. So, so basically how that works, you know, I got a, uh, it's a video we're talking about the Mandalorian, actually. That's how you know how to find it. Yep. And out. in it, and I'll give you guys the secret. It's right about the 30-minute mark. Uh, I tell you how you can win the child. You just got to follow the instructions. Nice. I will not put the lightsaber down. I'm playing with the lightsaber. I got one too. Stop playing with the sticks. Mine are Yours is better. Here's the metal. Is it? I'm kidding. Oh, Looks metal. It still works. <laughs> I have Luke's too, but the batteries that that's my. Yours my even sounds better than mine. My daughter's favorite toy is the Luke Skywalker uh, Black Series. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, I think that'll do it for this episode. Thanks everybody for who's come on and watched and commented. It, it means a lot and makes it a little more fun, honestly. Yeah. Um, so next week will be the rise of Skywalker. Um, might change it up and do 10 ups and five downs, Whoa. but who knows? I I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it'll be five up, three down. Um, so yeah, hopefully we can get David back. Um, David's been under the weather, so keep, keep him in your thoughts and, uh, and your force if you will. And uh, shout out to Cam just for being Cam. One of All these right. days I'd like to do a show with Cam. I know, right? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for taking an hour and 12, 15 minutes to talk to me. All right. Thanks, thanks everybody. everybody. Uh,